One of the most time-consuming but necessary tasks as educators is lesson planning. There's so much to think about and we want to make it all fun, engaging, and curriculum aligned for our students. But do you ever feel like this? So like picture this, you sit down to lesson plan during the school day and you are just totally wiped. Like you've been teaching all morning, your brain just cannot think clearly about what it is that you need to plan in that moment. You've kind of like hit a wall. I know I've been there. So I thought that in this episode, we could create some space to think through plans for this season. And so I'm going to walk through some really simple steps for you to make planning for fall a breeze. Welcome to the Teacher Time Podcast, a space where teachers are empowered to take control of their prep time so they can enjoy their time off guilt-free. You know how teachers are always working long hours? Here, we're changing that norm together by tackling your biggest productivity questions and planning challenges. I'm your host, Stephanie Plovchik kindergarten teacher, toddler mama, and your very own productivity mentor. I know what it takes to get your important tasks done so you can consistently work your scheduled hours as a teacher, and I'm sharing it all with you here. In this community, we believe that you can be an effective teacher without sacrificing your free time. So let's ditch that constant cycle of overwhelm for teacher time strategies that work. Why? Because your time matters. Okay, so since lesson planning can be such a time-consuming task and just a big struggle, I thought that in this episode, it could be like we were creating some mental space to think through plans for this fall. So no matter when you're listening to this, I'm hoping that it's kind of just offering you some space away from thinking about your school day to really allow the lesson ideas to flow in, if that makes sense. And the way that we're going to do that is through three very, very easy steps, focusing on planning specifically for fall. So I'm going to like rattle off these three steps. We're going to go through them pretty quickly, and then I'm going to share some examples as we go through the steps so that you can apply them with ease. So. Step one is to pick a theme. You can pick any theme, but I'm going to choose one to use as an example too. So my example theme is going to be pumpkins. That's a pretty common fall theme, right? I don't know why, but when I have a theme, all of the creative ideas just start coming to me. So I, I really love to start with a theme first. But what you can do is step two would be to identify then the skills that you're going to be teaching for each subject area. And you can start just by like rattling off the skills that you're going to be teaching in the next couple of weeks. So you've got your theme. Then step two, you've got your skills that you are teaching your students. Finally, step three is going to be to let those ideas roll in, rattle off ideas that go along with those skills and the theme. So you can brainstorm all kinds of activities to go with that theme relating to what you're teaching about, and then put that into your lesson plans. Sometimes it just helps to think 
backwards in a sense, like by picking your practice activities first before you move into actually writing the lesson plan. So right now, I'm going to give you some examples In my classroom, we're going to be teaching about counting, letter and sound recognition, and just some other basic beginning of the year literacy skills. So I'm thinking of some pumpkin-themed activities. And a few that I've come up with are, so for math, students can count pumpkin seeds. I can give them number cards and they can count to represent that many. I can give them just a handful. We can do like a grab and count. They can grab some pumpkin seeds, count them, and then draw a picture or write the number to represent how many they counted. We can also count using pumpkin erasers or pictures of pumpkins. Students can draw a set of pumpkins and have their friend count to find out how many. It's amazing, like the ideas that can come to you when you're just freely thinking of a theme and not trying to fit it within the limits of a lesson plan. I don't I don't know why that is. But okay, so for writing, students can draw about what they see or feel on a pumpkin, which this could also be part of a science experiment. So you can kind of intertwine science and writing. Students can observe the pumpkin, explore the pumpkin, and then they can write and draw about their experience incorporating the five senses. You can read any book about pumpkins to learn, but also books with a pumpkin theme to entertain and maybe even get into a conversation about the difference between those two genres and the difference between fiction and nonfiction, what the kids notice about the details within those texts, depending on the age group that you're teaching. So maybe getting into the text features within a nonfiction text and then how the layout of a fiction text is put together. For phonics, students can practice letter matching with pumpkin cards. That would be a really simple thing to put together to find on TPT, anything like that. And you could also take those letter cards, you can put them inside a pumpkin. Students can pick it out and say it's letter name, not a real pumpkin, obviously, like one of those little trick-or-treat pumpkins. So I know I just kind of rattled those off pretty quickly, but all of these activities I just rattled off can be altered to fit different skills. So if you're teaching first or second grade, these could be changed just a little bit, maybe sight words instead of letters, and you can use them too. But what I really hope is that this showed you how picking a common theme and activities that you're going to be teaching can help you really come up with engaging meaningful ways to teach your students. If it's fun for you, it's going to be fun for your kids and vice versa. So just by going through these three steps, pick a theme, name your skills, brainstorm those activities, and then you can take those activities and put them into a lesson. Sometimes it helps to work backwards like that. I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope it kind of just gave you some like mental space to think through in your busy day to day. If this little brainstorming podcast session was helpful for you, let me know. If you liked this style episode, we can definitely keep doing them. I think it could be a really fun 
way to podcast and to listen to an episode and just give yourself some space to think through some engaging ideas for your students. So let me know, leave a review, reach out to me on Instagram. If you're in our free Facebook community, I'll link that here in the show notes, but um, I'd love to hear from you guys if you like this style of episode, more like a brainstorm um, podcast episode. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what we talked about here and want to connect further, you can find everything you need on my website, www.teachinglittleleaders.com. And if you loved this episode in particular, share it with your teacher friends by taking a screenshot and posting to Instagram stories. Make sure to tag me at teachinglittleleaders so I can see it and reshare. I'll see you next Tuesday. Have a fabulous week.